Hey, 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 you guys. Thank y'all so much for being back on Black Canvas. We're in season 10. And I told you guys we're going to continue to have amazing guests on the show. And so this being my 10th season, I reached out to some of my favorite artists and people who I admire so much. And so we have a guest that's going to be on the show today. And his name is Fabio Robello. If you guys have not heard of him, you're going to learn a lot about him today. He is a film streaming and TV producer. He's done content and format creation. He's an author. He's a screenwriter, a content writer, editor, as well as an editing director, assistant director, casting director, and composer of original soundtracks. He's a classical pianist. He also has worked in the U.S. and has had experience for more than 20 years in film and television. As I mentioned, you guys, he's an author, but of three books that were edited and released by Amazon, as well as an author of two series and three feature films. He has amassed, you guys, over 690,000 followers through Instagram and counting, and he has had over 2 million monthly impressions and thousands of daily views. He has worked with someone who I admire, the director, Kenny Ortega, on the project dream it in 2023 and i just am so excited to have fabio here on black canvas thank you so much for being here oh jario thank you thank you for having me hey hey everybody wow it's a pleasure thank you so much this introduction was oh my god crazy it's it's a lot of things and just remember about you know step by step everything like went through to get there and thank you so much for having me here well the pleasure is on mine i love talking to people who i admire and who have done so many amazing things in their career but it's not about just the numbers it's about the impressions you make on people and you leave them with a smile on their face and so i've seen a lot of your you know videos that you've had on instagram just laugh i love parodies comedy i love joking outside of my regular career as a counselor I can't really joke as much but I still find a way to throw in a few jokes every once in a while in sessions but I love being able to smile and your not only your music and your ability to perform but I feel like you have that performance within you which allows people to connect in your comedy so just watching you just perform in general just makes me laugh and smile yeah I love that you know I always take everything in my life as you know not as as plain, but uh, with this is going way to leave, you know, because I do everything that I love, you know, so this is the bottom line of everything. And if I'm loving something, of course, I'm going to put all my energy, you know, and, and my my blood for something happen and, and especially something that's going to, you know, hit a bunch of people along the world as films and books. And so I always take myself, you know, all my friends, they know about it. I'm always laughing, you know, I have a very good sense of humor because uh, every day I thank God, you know, to be here and to be so blessed as uh, we are going to this journey in the, this industry, actually, and in the life in general. Absolutely. So I am excited to have you laugh a little bit more in a little bit. So I created some fun questions, which is going to help our listeners get to know more about you. So if you're ready, I'm going to jump right on in. Yeah, just to broke the ice. Now now I'm feeling more comfortable. I was kind of nervous, but you are amazing. You know, you're doing an amazing job and now I'm feeling very, very good. 
All right. So what he's saying, you guys, is that this is going to go so smooth. He's going to be like, wait, this is just like a regular phone call. That's all it is. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. There we go. All right. So the first question I have for you is, um, how do you cope with long rehearsal hours? And do you mind explaining the part two of that? Um, what's been one of your best performances that you felt you've given as a pianist? Oh, well, um, yeah, I start when I was, you know, uh, five to six years old playing the piano. And that timing, you know, I was like in the garden, you know, kid garden in school. And I always split my, my time uh, by school and music because music was my love, my passion all the time. You know, I used to start, you know, writing my first songs, you know, during the classes, you know, finding with some teachers, but something is going, you know, but they always say, oh, stop doing music, you know, but it was normal. And then uh, for me, this rehearsing was as a therapy, it was something that um, even though if I was playing the piano techniques, you know, in studies for eight hours, six hours daily, was still something that I I want to do more and more and more. So I thought that back then that I was going to my, you know, my goal in my life. You know, that was I was discovering uh, my my goals. I was discovering, you know, the meaning of making music and loving all this environment uh, that music brought me and to transform people's life with that that was the best thing for me, you know? So then I realized like, doesn't matter if you're rehearsing for eight hours, 10 hours, six hours, it doesn't matter. If you love that, if you're born for that, keep going because for sure, one day you're gonna reach your goals. That was my bottom line since I was young. Love that. And you know, for me, I used to play basketball when I was younger and soccer and I loved basketball. But I realized I was not going to be Michael Jordan, so I had to quit. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know what, I'm going to switch careers. And so I started bowling, and I was a competitive bowler for years. And I did travel league and won a few championships and just had <laughs> fun. And I was like, you know what, I can still be competitive and still be able to not put pressure on myself. And so I think that's something I learned over the years is that you can be your worst critic or you could be your best cheerleader. And so for me, I was like, you know, when I'm out there, I'm just going to have a good time. And so I've used that as motivation, an intrinsic motivator for me as I continue in this podcast career is that I don't need to be the number one podcast in the world. That's okay. But I feel like every connection I make with each person makes me feel as though that I'm making a difference. And I feel like with your music, that's something that you can convey to your fans. And so I love what you're able to do, but I also like the connections you build with fans as well. Oh, that's, that's, thank you. Thank you, actually. Uh, this is a thing that I really care, you know, uh, when I go in my Instagram and I'm answering my fans, you know, I'm just saying happy birthday because they ask me. This is for me, it's a huge part of my job. It's a huge part of my work because if you want to get there and work with the audience, work with the public, you must understand this is a big part of your job. You know, they give for you and you need to give back. And this is a period of love for me. You know, when I wake up and, I, and I, I'm watching, you know, all the messages, you know, of the fans. For me, oh my gosh, it's like a, you know, it's like God telling me, go ahead, go ahead, keep going. You know, 
because you're doing a great job, you know, in a, in a good journey. And, but, but by the way, speaking about NBA and basketball, you just told me, uh, I love that. When I was in West Hollywood, I, I used to live there and I play in the house of uh, Paul Pierce. Have, have you heard about Paul Pierce? Oh, I know Paul Pierce. He played with the Celtics. Exactly. And oh my God, if you go on my Instagram, you're going to see the video. I was very, very, very nervous. And they invited me over to play the piano at his birthday party in West Hollywood. And oh my God, he was very tall. And, and there was my first, you know, I love, I love basketball, actually. I love, I, I love, I love Lakers. I don't know if you, you know, I love Lakers. You know, I know it's from California. And then I met him and I just, back then I got in LA, you know, like six months only. And then when I realized I was playing, you know, with CeeLo Green and Paupers and everything. But I'm sorry, this is not part of the answer, but it's just uh, a plus. What you telling? That, that's a part of my answer. I like to hear that. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see the video. so funny. I say, oh, my God, he's so tall. He's so tall. And he say, Fabio in the building. Fabio's in the building. And it's super fun. Oh, my God. I was crying inside of myself. That oh, that is cool. I'm gonna have to definitely check that one out. I well, you won't guess how tall I am. How tall do you think? He, oh my god, he he's about almost seven. I don't know. He's super tall. He's in centimeters and meters that you use here. I think it's two two meters and four centimeters. I think it's about it. Oh wow, so which know- is maybe six six eight maybe. Wow. Well, I'm 6'2", close to 6'3", so I would look like still short to him for sure. Oh, but oh, but you're very tall. Yeah, you're very, I'm I'm uh, I'm 6'8", almost 6. No, 5'8", almost 6. I'm about to say, if you're 6'8", we, we all going to be <laughs> standing up next to you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I love that. You're, you're, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Fabio, Fabio, I'm, I'm looking up to you. <laughs> all right. So I have another fun question for you. So if you had a dream collaboration, like an artist that you want to work with who's in the top 40, on the charts right now, who would that artist be? Oh my God, that's a very, it's a hard question. But, um, the top 40 right now. Is Taylor Swift there, Taylor? I think she is. Yeah, she is definitely, because now she's on tour, right? Yes. Because I love her. I definitely love Taylor. I think she's pretty, her songs is amazing. Uh, but there's a one woman that I really love. Unfortunately, she's not here anymore. And but it's Winnie Houston. I, I know it's impossible, you know. But I, I am a huge fan of Winnie, and I'm a huge fan of Freddie Mercury. You know, both of them. You know, especially I start playing the piano actually because my mom. You, she, she she was a very huge fan of of Queen, and then. I do remember when I was watching Freddie Mercury singing along, you know, Love of My Life with a bunch of fans. And that was my, you know, like the click that I started playing the piano because of Freddie. And my, my, my huge idols like uh, Nina Simone, um, Freddie, Amy Winehouse, you know, those people, they really inspire me. Sometimes I know I'm kind of out of the box, you know, sometimes I don't buy that much pop stuff. It, it, it doesn't mean that I don't like it, but um, I love these old-fashioned people that really change the music 
you know, the, the, the industry with the real talent, you know, people who are gift, you know, that really uh, bring it up all this industry. But for now, let's speak about Taylor. And I don't know, Harry, is Harry Styles there? Oh my God, sorry, Harry. I love Harry. I love Harry Styles. I do too. Harry Styles is one of my favorite artists and my favorite song that he's done is Falling in that video. Just watching him play the piano and then the water is like just kind yeah. of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. That is amazing. That that one I love. Um, water, watermelon Sugar High is another one I like. Um, what's another one he's done that I really like? Um there's so many. I mean, I could be here all day with Harry Styles. But for, as you talk about Taylor Swift, I mean, her new music, of course, is great. But I guess Lavender Haze is one of my favorites, too, because it's a kind of a different vibe for her. And um, everyone knows some of my favorite artists. So I've, I'm not going to even mention it a million and five times. I'll let you listen to artists that I talk about almost every podcast. So, um, but I just enjoy, you know, new music and people who are expressing themselves. And like you said, when you think of different artists and, and just what they're trying to convey, it reminds me, you know, I could see you with Cardi B. You remember when she performed at the Grammys? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great uh, but uh, man that would be amazing you know by the way uh, i did a, a fashion campaign for a brand that calls fashion nova you know fashion nova i know fashion nova yeah so i did a i did a uh two years of uh you know campaigns with dan uh instagram uh, beautiful pictures um uh, and uh, i met uh cardi b on her concert and Fashion Nova, uh, when they release, you know, when they contract her, uh, it's been like two years, two, uh, three years ago, I think. And, oh my God, that was amazing. And that's, I love your impressions because I really love Cardi B, you know. That that song, the Balenciaga stuff, oh my God, I love that. That's amazing. You know, when I'm hanging out with my friends at home, I love bands that shit. It's incredible. <laughs> I love Cardi B. I love, she's amazing. Thank you for reminding me about that. Oh, and, yeah. And I do, and I speaking about that. I, I, I like the old fashioned again. I love Eminem. I love you know Fifty Cent. I love Snoop Dogg. I love you know all all those those guys. You know I'm a classical piano player, but I love hip hop. I love those type of shit. It's amazing. I love the 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 way they they the writing. You know the writing is so good. Yeah, don't make me um do my Fifty Cent impression. It's not gonna be too great, but I can give you. You can find me in the club. I love that song. Oh my god, that was my 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 childhood. You know, that was my childhood. I, I love that. I love and, and people in Brazil they, they love all those stars. You know, they really represent Snoop Dogg legend. I love I love his vibes. I love Me everything too. he does. I love everything he does. Well, we have a bunch of them. I'm sorry, I speak a lot. You know, I'm sorry, I speak a lot, you know, because I have like some good stuff to tell you know oh yeah i love that you're speaking a lot because that keeps us going and then also reminds us of how many amazing artists that are intertwined in different ways so I, that's one thing i love about this podcast is that it doesn't have to go in a linear fashion it's like hey let's have fun and talk and and then who knows it leads into actually one of my next questions for you so when we were talking about like amazing talented people we just talked about of course recording artists but you have someone that you've worked with, Mr. Kenny Ortega, who is 
a huge star. And I've had the amazing opportunity to interview Paul Becker for Black Canvas. And we talked extensively about um, Kenny as well. But I wanted you to kind of share, is there any like sage advice that Kenny gave you in working with him and your interactions with him that you can share? Wow. Yeah. Well, everything, actually. You know, I spent a couple of days with Kenny here in Brazil uh, because we did a convention uh, about Julian the Phantoms that called Dream It. So we brought, you know, all the fans of Julian the Phantoms uh, in the U.S., of course, on Netflix, and, and the Julian the Phantoms original fans uh, from the original show on, on band, TV bands and Nickelodeon. So... Um, Kenny has a thing that's so hard to find that uh, is this sage, this wisdom, you know. Um, it's, it's so hard to tell in the words how amazing he is, his point of view of the world, his point of view, you know, about art, about music, you know, and the humble human being he is because you know can you imagine jerry when i was 15 years old i was watching high school musical and i was i was like playing the piano make my concerts but i was not a huge star in a series i was just dreaming 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 and i was watching high school musical at the same uh, place that after 15 years kenny was there sitting down around my piano in my home, the same place when I was dreaming to be a star in a musical as Julian the Phantoms that I did. So was so emotional. Was uh, I, I cannot explain how these things happen in our lives. But um, Kenny, for me, he's above, you know, of the others, uh, of all my respect, of the all directions, all directors, actually, sorry. But uh, he is... Uh, a church. He is a temple for all the artists, and we must follow everything he says, all his point of view about the industry, because for me, Kenny is the light. He is. I would be honored one day, hopefully, to talk to Kenny, because he is someone who I've admired. Debbie Allen is another person that Paul and I talked about who I admire as well. So hopefully one day that will happen. If Kenny ever wants to come on the show, it would be great, but just sitting down and talking to him and just learning more about his history and his experiences would be life-changing. So I'm so happy for you that not only did you meet him and had the opportunity to work with him, but you got a chance to experience, like you said, it's almost like a spiritual experience when you meet someone who has that strong connection in the industry, but also who's doing great things for others in the industry as well. Yeah, and Kenny, like, People, you know, young people nowadays, they don't know, but Kenny did like hair, you know, hair, I think was about the 70s, you know, in New York City. And he's, he's a church, of course. And Paul, oh my God, Paul is, is he's an amazing person. Uh, we, we had, a, you know, a bunch of fun, you know, playing the piano, singing, you know, having a dinner. Uh, he's an amazing choreographer. Uh, for me, he's a genius about, he about everything he does. You know, so that's why he's with Ken, you know, because, you know, we always attract the best when you do the best. That's amazing. So please support Paul, you guys. He has a lot of great things going on as well. But I, I promise you, good people know how to find other good people and connect and create a masterpiece of, 
of projects together. So I love all three of you guys. Y'all are doing great things in your own respects, but you are able to pay it forward, which I think keeps you, you know, humble and it helps you to help so many others. Um, and this kind of leads into my next question for you. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young Fabio? Oh my gosh, I love those questions. Um, ten, uh, for a young Fabio about like 10, 15 years ago? Sure, absolutely. I would say put your feet on the ground. I would say, you know, be yourself. You must realize who you are, but you must be humble and keep your feet inside the earth. You know, keep your feet, you know, doing the best you can do. Don't make nothing evil for anyone, you know. Make, you know, keep your goals. Because during this journey, sometimes we can lose ourselves. Sometimes we can get lost. It's very it's very hard when you start having, you know, uh, uh, the fans, you know, uh, appearing TV shows, you know, the industry and, and the money, the whole things that happen. So when I, when I was young, I didn't realize how important is um, we care about who we are, you know, and don't be, you know, those type of people. Sometimes they like, uh, they start being arrogant for some stuff and this is, horrible and never we put you anywhere you know in my humble opinion and and now you know i just realized that there's a sentence from freddie mercury a phrase that says nothing really matters anyone can see nothing really matters to me it's all about it Love it, and that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> I love. I'm here. I'm here. Close by the piano. No, it's just a spoiler. Just a spoiler. Oh, I love it. See, don't get started now. Don't start anything you can't finish now, Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Should I? Should I? Should I? Should I say? I should I go? <laughs> but I love that, and like you mentioned, just we all have influences and things we experience. And just, I always say being humble is important and there's nothing wrong with being confident. It's not being cocky. So I always say it's the two C's. You can be confident in yourself, but when you start getting cocky and arrogant and forgetting your experience of what led you to where you are, that's when you start to falter. And when things start to go in a negative direction, you don't know how to pick yourself back up. So I've always reminded myself of where I've come from. I've come from some rough experiences that led me to be able to have empathy for others as well as myself. But I've also done the soul searching to remind myself of where I want to be and who I don't want to become. So I feel like once you continue to go on that, that soul searching journey and you're able to do the work, then you reap the rewards. And so like you said about your faith, and I always say that you can have faith and you can have belief but you also have to put out that positivity and the energy into the, the world and the atmosphere. And then your gift makes room for you when you start actually becoming successful in your own right. You know, you get to show people, you know, how much your higher power, which you choose to call God, has helped you and giving you the strength. And so I, I always tell people, no matter what you believe in or who you believe in or what keeps you motivated, 
if it's something positive and it's on the right path, that's all really that matters. And being able to use that as a way to propel you to the next, you know, pinnacle of success in your life is so important. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Awesome. So I have a fun game I want to play with you. It's called This or That. So I'm going to ask you some quick, I want like rapid fire. You have to choose one of the two um, that you maybe would either be more interested in doing or that you would choose out of the two choices. So if you're ready, I got some quick ones and you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, so I have only two options, right? Only two options. Okay, let's do it. All right, so the first one I have, do you prefer for someone to text you or for someone to call you? Um, it depends if it's about love, if it's about business, if it's about... But, <laughs> you, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, if it's about love, I'd rather you call me. If it's about business, I'd rather you text me. There we go. All right, I prefer, honestly, I prefer text because I work a lot and so I don't want to unless I know for sure I have the time to really talk I don't ever want to rush anyone and so I feel like text is a lot easier than I can then schedule the call so Mm -hmm. that that makes it easier (laughs) yeah yeah now what about weekends versus weekdays well, I, you know, I love weekdays. I love Monday, actually. People already ask me. Uh, Monday, for me, it's like, uh, for, my, for me, it's a new cycle that I, I want to make, you know, make things happen. I love that. I lo- I, sometimes, I, you know, I'm having my Sunday day with my friends, and I look forward to start my Monday. I don't know why, but I love Mondays. I love that answer. For me, I do a thing called a Monday mantra day, and some people call it mantra. And so I do um, that each time. And so I create like weekly um, mantras for people or mantras, however anyone wants to pronounce it. And so it helps like, hey, I can start the week off right. And then I do a wellness Wednesday check-in with myself to see where I'm at throughout the week. So I feel like that's helpful. And I think weekdays actually to me um, can be a lot of, energy that I expel in the weekdays and weekends I still have energy and can share but I feel like it's more of a reserved energy than when I'm like fast-paced Monday through Friday kind of yeah 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 that's true of course I love no have fun Friday night Saturday night go West Hollywood and the chapel you know have fun with my friends uh but I still love Mondays yeah I'm kind of workaholic I'm, I'm trying and trying getting better in that situation you know but I I love work I love everything I do you know so I think now in this time of my life for me working and doing things that I love uh sometimes it's way better than spend my nights inside clubs you know what I'm saying absolutely oh I shoot I tell people I'm gonna rest when I did when I die like I'm still living so I want to keep doing as much that I can. Um, so this is a fun one. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Wow, that's fun because I just changed it. It's being a month. Uh, I'm drinking way more tea than coffee. Yeah, I'm drinking. Yeah, but I, I used to love coffee, you know, but, it, it, you know, I'm a very outgoing person, you know, this energy all the time. So coffee put me way more higher, you know, so now I'm doing more tea. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to send you later on some names of teas that I drink. Um, so that way you can see if you can find them. But tea is one of my favorite things to have. 
Um, coffee is just sometimes too strong. I have it every once in a while, but I love tea. And I always joke with people, I'm like, really, I'm not drinking coffee. I'm drinking creamer with a little coffee because it's just it's more creamer than coffee, to be honest. But I love tea. <laughs> yeah, I love tea. There's, there's a tea from England that calls uh, Ear Grey. Have you heard about Ear Grey? Yes, I know exactly. I'm going to do a black tea, I believe, right? Yes, it's so good, so good. Uh, yeah, I drink all the time because now in Brazil it's, it's winter. It's kind of cold here. I, I live in São Paulo, so it's it's kind of cold, you know. So I drink more tea. Gotcha. Well, I'm gonna actually um, tell you some ones that I get. I'm gonna see if they're on Amazon, so that way you can be able to check and get some. But I, that's one thing I love to drink for sure. Tea is something I enjoy. <laughs> No. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it really matches with like piano, you know. When you're writing a song, you have like a tea around. I love it. I love the atmosphere. Me too. Now, what about sunrise versus sunset? I love both. I love both. You know, well, it depends on the situation as well. When I when I want to do yoga or connect to myself with God, I rather sunrises. But when I'm celebrating. No, celebrating with my friends at home. Uh, I love the sunset. Gotcha. I'm a big sunset person. I love the sunset. Like, that's always been something I've enjoyed. And I went on a vacation, actually, about, it's almost been, I think, a month now ago. And I had never been to Nevada. I've always wanted to travel. And so oh, I it's to- beautiful. I've been there. I love there. Oh, my God. Oh, I spent a holidays there. Yeah. Yeah, so I went to actually Arizona and Nevada, so I had an opportunity to see the Colorado River, and it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life, so I was just so excited to see it, and then also I used to go on cruises a lot, my mom and I would travel, and so just going to other countries and just seeing, you know, the highs and lows and the experiences and just, oh my goodness, it was something I want to get back into doing hopefully in the future, for sure. I love the sunrises. And everything in the cruises, for me, it's amazing. You know, like I've been playing the piano in some cruise, and it's beautiful. Both it is. I, I love that. So I got one more this or that question for you. So live theater or comedy show? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was just uh, getting some water. Could you repeat, please? I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. So the last this or that question I have for you is. Live theater or comedy show? Wow. Um, you mean comedy show about sitcom or stuff like that? Um, like a uh, like a comedy show when you see like you know like live comedy where you have someone like with open mic night kind of thing. Oh, like stand up comedy stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do love. Uh, I've been on Left Factor in LA a couple of times. Uh, I love that. This is in Brazil. It's very popular. Very, very popular. You know, stand-up comedy. Um, but I think I still rather, you know, the comedy show. Awesome. Yeah, I think comedy show would be the thing I would choose as well. I always tell people when I quit <laughs> my full-time job, I am going to do stand-up. Like, that is something... I enjoy watching and I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty good on, on the spot. Like I don't have to rehearse it. I'm like, I can just come over something really quick. And I'm like, yeah, right. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I am a type of actor that I love improvising. You know, I love improvise. So sometimes uh, there are some directors, they do like it. 
there are some directors they don't you know but i love improvising you know and you know if i'm feeling i am inside the character so i love you know put it out everything the character is bringing me up yes and i'm telling you you're great at it so that's something i have enjoyed i'm telling you i've laughed so hard just watching things you've done like that's really cool <laughs> <laughs> Right, oh my so god, I wish you drink a wine right now. I, I wish I was in the US right now, you know, to doing this live with you. That's amazing. I love I love your show. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. So um Fabio, the last questions I have for you is um what's next for you? And do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find you online? All right. So uh the next now uh, I'm doing my uh sketch comedy uh the calls uh for Dizelos in Brazil, which is a very fun name. With it's like uh you know the American Idol, of course. You mm -hmm. know, it's like uh I do parodies, you know, about the you know, the worst, you know, candidates, you know, the worst singers and also the best singers as well that I really admire, you know, so it's kinda uh, honor I'm doing for them. We we are doing right now for internet and you go to the cable TV. But also uh, now uh, um, just finish my musical. That's very important actually because I wrote this musical uh, back then in 2010. And then I I you know I knock all the doors you know all the studios. Some people say oh it's okay maybe maybe maybe. And then, you know, uh, so then I got Julian the Phantoms, my, 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 back then my, my life changed a lot. And then nowadays, I ch it was a Broadway musical, it was for the theater. It calls the future of the past, of the, the, the future's past. And then we, um, now we are starting the pre-production finally, you know, with the biggest stars here in Brazil about my first musical. So this is the first time I'm speaking about it, actually, because tomorrow I'm going to another state. I'm going to the airport, you know, so then we're going to do the red carpet and stuff like that to speak about the project with the producers, the studio. So I'm pretty excited uh, and very happy because, you know, you know how it's crazy it is because I've been knocking the doors for the past 10 years that I really believe in this project. And actually, it's a history about a boy who lives like in... Um, nowadays like let's say in, because here in brazil but let's put in the u.s so we're gonna think about the two uh you know main characters so one of the characters lives in virginia in the years of 1017 you know what i'm saying and then the other one lives in new york city in 2032 so then they're gonna they're gonna be in this time space they're gonna man themselves and it's, uh, of course, I, it's a gay, uh, it's not a gay show, it's a family show. But the, mm -hmm. the main characters is two boys that don't just want to be who they are, you know. And the musical, it's about, you know, be yourself. The musical, it's about we can still have a family, you know. It doesn't matter if we are gay or it doesn't matter if you what, what you want what you like you know it doesn't matter we are all one so the bottom line of the music is that of course we've had a lot of entertainment you know humor comedy drama you know so i'm pretty excited because tomorrow morning we are going to the uh, the premiere and probably uh will be around uh 2024 
we're going to release it. Oh my God, it's a lot. I, I got emotional because I know how much we work to get this stuff done. You know, I just want to congratulate you on, on not only getting it out there, but you following your dreams and pursuing your career. You know, I always say you have to pursue it with the same energy that you would do anything else in life. Like when we talk about building connections with family and friends. And I'm just so proud of you that you were able to do this for yourself. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Oh, absolutely. This has been such a fun moment for me. I would love if you're ever interested in coming back on the show in the future, I mean, this would be a fun opportunity to talk with you again and kind of get an update on how life has been going. And we could just have more fun, like just creating maybe fun questions or just having a good time. I just really have enjoyed, first of all, talking with you and learning more about your history and just having you to just kind of share your experience because I feel like we need more people like you out here in this community of sharing love and honesty and wellness and resiliency, like all those things represent who you are. And that's why your fans are so connected to you and are willing to follow you to the ends of the earth because they know what you're capable of, but they can tell there's something special coming from within. So I just want you to know that you're on the right page. You're doing some amazing things, not only in this, you know, um, community as relates to the arts, but you're doing so many great things for young kids who are going to look up to you and who admire your strength. And hopefully down the line, 20, 30 years down the line, there will be another person who will be able to say, I saw him, I was seen through him, and it allowed me to become the individual that I am now. So you're, you're doing a great job. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. Roger. Thank you. Absolutely, no problem. And let's remember, you guys, to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right, so Fabio, I really appreciate you so much for being here, and we're going to keep in touch. And um, if you guys want to follow him, please make sure you follow. If you don't mind giving your handle for everyone to follow you on Instagram. Yes, it's uh, Fabio Rebello on Instagram. Fabio Rebello, double L. You know, and you can see there is the first one. You know, now you can find there. It's so easy. Instagram right now is like the the social, you know, network that I use more, you know, so I always get in touch with my, my fans, my audience, uh, by stories, you know, all my videos, my reels, you know, we did an amazing video with Vivo, uh, in honor of all the passengers on Titanic and a submarine that happens was so sad. And we did a video with a special, you know, version of Titanic with the orchestra in Brazil. So it's there, you know, available right now on Vivo and in my Instagram as well. And I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with my audience in North America, because I have, you know, good, good fans from, you know, very, very loyal friends from Julian the Phantoms that, you know, they are always with us. So thank you so much for this space. I wish you all the best in any time. Just call me, honey, and I'm here. Well, I will call you and I'll have you on. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk with you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye bye.
Thank you.